What do you get when dinosaurs crash their cars? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Get it? Rex. Welcome to the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. I am Pastor Colt. What do you think the most powerful force is in the universe? Natural disasters are not fun to think about, but they are some of the most powerful things on the planet. Have you seen the devastation from a tornado? These windstorms can destroy a house in a matter of just a few minutes. Wind can do a lot of damage, but so can water. The damage water can do in a short amount of time is incredible. Volcanoes, those are powerful things. I was actually reading about Mount St. Helens, and when Mount St. Helens erupted, there were a lot of things that happened. There was uh, water and, and mudslides, and, and these things, this water created canyons very quickly. These things that traditionally people thought took thousands and millions of years to form were formed in just a matter of hours. The power of water has really explained how the Grand Canyon was formed relatively quickly and not the millions of years like some would have us believe. So what do you think the strongest force is in the universe? Is it wind or water or, or maybe something else? You can stop and talk about that if you want to. If you come up with something else, I'd love to hear about it. But I'm going to read Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. On that day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep, on a cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke, he rebuked the wind and the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? So, there is this saying, perhaps you've heard it, and the saying is this, all hands on deck. This is a, a saying because when a sailor's on a ship, there are certain times when everybody needs to pitch in. Everybody needs to be up on the deck dealing with the sails or getting the water out of the ship. There's always something for somebody to do in a situation like this. This was the sailor's motto. It was an unspoken rule. The fact is, the Sea of Galilee is below sea level. It's surrounded by mountains. And this is important because these kinds of storms really happened without warning. The wind would go through the mountains and create downdrafts on the sea. It was very dangerous, but these were seasoned sailors. They knew how to get through storms. This wasn't their first rodeo. However, it might have been an especially bad storm. So, these disciples wake Jesus up, not because they wanted him to calm the storm with his supernatural power, but they wanted his hands on deck. If they were going to survive, they thought they needed everybody to pitch in. Of course, we know what happened next. Jesus spoke to the storm. He told it to be quiet, and it was completely calm. Now, 
It was after the storm was completely calm and the disciples were out of danger that we learned that they were afraid. In fact, out of the, when they were out of danger, the Bible tells us that they were afraid two times. You can pause the podcast now and answer this question if you want to. The question is this. Why do you think the disciples were afraid after the storm was calmed? Now, remember last time how we said that the kingdom of God was a place where Jesus' followers find comfort and refuge in times of trouble and difficulty? In the parable, we find that it is where birds build their nests. These disciples had just heard this teaching and should have turned to Jesus as their refuge in the storm instead of wanting him to pitch in. And besides that, they said to Jesus, What, don't you care if we drowned? They rebuked him. The point here is simple in one sense. Jesus has the power over the greatest powers on earth. He has the power over nature. He controls the wind and he controls the water. He just spoke and they obeyed him. And then Jesus rebukes the disciples and says, Have you still no faith? You see, their actions were faithless and they didn't deserve the storm to be calmed. But Jesus, he calmed the storm. In Psalm 107 verses 23 through 30, We read a story that the disciples would have known. They would have made this connection when Jesus calmed the storm. Just listen to it. Some went down to the sea in ships, doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised a stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. The waves mounted up to heaven, and they went down to the depths. The sailors' courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men, and they were at their wits' end in the storm. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, the waves of the sea were hushed, and they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. Now, two things from this story is amazing. The first is, whatever thing that you are up against, no matter how powerful it may seem, our God is far more powerful and he is with us through it all. Our job is to trust God in the midst of the storm because he knows what is best. Here is another thing. Both the psalm and Mark's gospel here the disciples got to the other side of where they were going. The disciples, they didn't deserve to be saved. Just as we don't deserve to be saved. We don't deserve what the Lord Jesus has done for us. We didn't deserve for Jesus to die for us. Jesus would have been perfectly good and right to leave us on our own. But he stepped in and he saved us just as he saved the disciples here. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That the Lord saved us when we didn't deserve it, and he saved the disciples when they didn't deserve it too. Now, if you've been thinking about our memory, we've been 
talking about the, the catechism for girls and boys. And we've been going through those questions. Uh, question number one, who made me? Answer, God made me. Question number two, what else did God make? God made everything. Now, question number three, why did God make you and all things? Answer, for his glory. You can find these questions and answers and more of them at dailydevosforkids.com. You can check that out there if you want to review. But join us tomorrow for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids. My name is Colt Robinson. I am the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, a joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you. Reach out to me on the website or use the message feature. You can record a, a message. In That link is in the episode description. Adults, if you like the podcast, please share it on social media and give us a good rating on your podcast app which will help others find it. So see you tomorrow.